Welcome, you're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. We actually are recording on a Wednesday, so it actually Ooh. one came out today, which is exciting. Uh, but the easiest way to remember, hit the subscribe button uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Also share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram, and please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Podcast. A few extra minutes will help this get into the hands of all of our friends who are trying to lead uh, every week. And it's so important that you do that so they can be part of this community. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Today we start a brand new series. Your series you've titled 3D Leadership, which 3D. I'm, I am, I cannot wait for this. I think this is so cool. Yeah, I'm excited. And then this is episode 185, the title Leading down so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was not prepared for that leading down uh can i acknowledge that yeah. your uh your burn turned to tan on your face yeah yeah you like, like, that? like fried you know face. why uh i was smart this time and used the aloe aloe lotion oh and every day just <laughs> like the green stuff yeah no 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 it's, oh, it's actual lotion. lotion but it's got the aloe in it nice. it's uh it's like a 50 50 blend Good. There you go. We'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> there you go. We will not put that no, in the we show will notes. Not. That would be awful. So uh, for this series, there's going to be a three-week series. And I want to talk through that there are three distinct directions in leadership. Up, down, and sideways. And what I want people to be able to see is that there's a massive difference between leading under someone who has authority, which is leading up, leading with authority, which is leading down, and leading where there is no authority present, which is really leading sideways. And what I found is that uh, there's a lot of people who are good at one, like they know one direction of leadership and they can handle that just because of like natural aptitude, personality, competence. So they're good at that one piece, but if you're only good at one, you still might end up getting fired. <laughs> can we acknowledge that? Yeah. Because you have to, if you're good at, Two, you're good enough to do a job well. Yep. Like, that'll work. But I really believe that if you can be good at all three of these, not only will you excel in your leadership, but while there are distinct competencies and skills for each direction in leadership, they will benefit each other. And so if you find, hey, the better I get at leading up, the better I get at leading the person who I report to, I will actually also improve leading down in the areas in which I lead with authority. So good. today, leading down. Down. So this is leading with authority. You have a team, you have employees, you have people who report to you, and there are uh, like just thousands of things taking place that we're not actually gonna get into today. We're not gonna get into one-on-ones and performance reviews and salary and benefits. Not salary and, today? No, not getting, into, doing that? not getting into any one of those. Good decision. And so I just wanna get into like the key aspects of leading down because and we could maybe even in future podcast episodes we'll see based upon response yeah. of like hey do we want to get into one-on-ones yeah. and how yeah. to do performance reviews but i just really i want to give you the key aspects of what you need to be focused on when you're leading with authority and so just here's simple statement okay you win when you have clarified priorities communicated outcomes 
and ensured a possible path for success, okay? You win when you are leading with authority, when you have clarified, this is what matters most, this is what should be at the top of our list that we're working on, when you have communicated the outcomes and this is what that needs to lead to, and you have ensured a possible path for success. Now, I wanna use that just kinda, this, this episode today, I need to give you bits and pieces of the structure of this, And then at the end, I'm going to get into what is really most important, but we can't jump there right away. We kind of have to piece some different pieces, some different aspects of this together. So first, I want to say you make all of this easier by being someone who is easy to follow. It's good. And we could spend a thousand episodes on that. We actually have spent some in the past on the followership dynamic, but just say like, hey, being someone who is trustworthy, who has integrity, uh, being someone who's focused, who's not scattered, who doesn't like every single time they have a conversation or go to a conference or hear a different talk, radically reorient the direction of the organization, Um, not being a jerk. Like all of these things you go, hey, this is so much easier when you are the type of person who is easier to follow. Yeah. And so I want to see just a couple key things. Uh, First, it is your role to direct the work. It is your role to determine the work that needs to get done. And if I give this idea here, um, there is a reason why you have authority. (laughs) And some people like, I feel like that's the aspect in this whole conversation that just gets completely passed by over everyone. Like in on a team, in an organization, there is someone who has authority. And we just assume that, okay, cool. Now I have authority. Now I have power. Now I can do something with it. Well, why? Yeah. Why do we give certain people authority? Not not influence, because influence is kind of earned. Right. Why do we assign and say, you have the authority to make these decisions and to determine these things. Well, the reason why you have authority is to insist and ensure that the individual efforts, the the collective output is more than just the individual efforts, if that makes sense. To ensure that the sum of the whole is actually greater than all the individual parts put together. To say on a team, to say like, hey, if every single person just went off and did their work, it wouldn't necessarily contribute something significant. But if someone with authority can tie all these different pieces together, then all of a sudden we're actually working to something greater than any of us could individually. And I know that may seem like really intuitive and obvious, yeah. but no one ever acknowledges it. (laughs) And to say like, there is a reason why someone is given authority. That is the reason to ensure that it contributes to something more significant. So second piece, it is your role to ensure a possible path for success. Not just to say like, hey, here's what we're, so we say clarify priority, here's what matters, determine the outcome, this is what it needs to create, not just the activity that's important, the outcome, this is what we actually want to create, but to ensure like, hey, there is an ability for us to get from where we are to where we wanna be. There's, and it may not be perfectly clear, And it may not be the most linear path, but it is your role to ensure that there is a possible path for success. Simple. Now, here's what I think is just like fascinating in the aspect of leading down is that, and this is what I've written, leading down well requires you to be clear 
and authoritative about the priorities and outcomes while you are responsive and adaptive on helping those outcomes be met. Let me say it differently. You must be clear and bold about the work we are doing while you are adaptive and flexible about how we're going to get there. Yeah. Say it differently one more time. <laughs> tell your team <laughs> where to go, then let your team tell you how you can help them get there. And V, what I yep. have noticed over and over again is this just gets, let me say it one more time to make sure yeah. it settles in yep. for those who are no, driving. I think it's good. Tell your team where to go and let your team tell you how you can help them get there. And this is the dynamic that I see. And I, I'm not saying like, I'll, I'll get into some more specifics on this, but I want to talk about this yep. for just a That's second. Right. Is I continuously see leaders that when it comes to the time, so I, I'm not saying we abandon a collaborative approach on determining outcomes, okay? I'm not saying we shouldn't get in rooms with our teams and say, what do we think? Right. Where do we need to go? But the reality is, is at a certain point in time, the leader has to get up and say, this is where we're headed. Yep. That cannot be a group decision. Right. Like the group has to buy in. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. So, so we do like, we do offsites yep. three, four times a year. And we'll go, hey, what does everyone think? What one thing, if most significantly improved, make the greatest impact to our organization? Yep. And everybody will give their thoughts. And eventually there'll be a point in time where there's kind of a thought that's sticking out. They'll right. be like, oh, yeah, that. I still have to get up there. Right. And say, okay, it's this. Yep. Okay, this is what we're focused on. Right. And what I find is that I, I continuously see leaders flip this. And they want the team to make the decision fully on where they're going. And they're unwilling to actually just spell it out. And then they dictate the process. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we are incredibly... It's reverse engineered. <laughs> we're incredibly fuzzy on the actual work that we need to do. And yet we're so rigid on, well, you need to meet with me this many times yeah. and it's got to be like this. And it's not adaptive to the individual team members. It's really just structured by you. That's good. I th that's good. Cool. So I, I, if I could just kind of break down some of these pieces. So again, tell your team where to go. The failure of most leaders is to actually set the direction. This should be collaborative, but you still have to say it. You have to be the one who says, this is where we're headed. You also have to say it at the right time, if yeah. I could acknowledge that. Like, if you're in a meeting of collaboration and you get up at the very front end and go, this is where we're going. Like, well, there's no... You just ruined the entire day. <laughs> yep. like at the offsite, if you got up and you said, hey, we're getting ready to uh, talk about everything that God is doing, and we're going to try to figure out what that next step is. Here's what it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was go. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. Cool. Yeah. Glad my opinion doesn't matter yeah, at all. Glad you, uh, yeah. What's for dinner? <laughs> if if you're not willing to, at some point in time, tell the team this is where to go, um, there's no need for you to actually have authority. Right. And if I can give some like real life examples, uh, I've gotten involved with just kind of helping some different churches through vision process and yep. stuff like that. And I'll especially bump into pastors and pastors will just... And, it's presented as humble. I, I think that's what they, they think they're being in their head is they're being humble. And they'll say things like, well, I just want to hear what the church wants to do. I just want to hear where the board wants to go. Mm. And I've literally sat in rooms where like a board member looks at the pastor and says, I think this is what matters. 
but we're waiting for you to lead. Mm. And the pastor responds with, well, I just want to hear what the board wants to do. I was like, did you not hear him? They said, we're waiting for you to lead. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's what they want you to do. Yeah. And so what, what happens is, is actually like in their desire to be humble, they actually become incredibly unhelpful yeah. in their work as a leader. I thought you're just supposed to preach on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That'd actually be really nice. <laughs> It make it make life so much simpler. It would make this podcast irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, this podcast irrelevant. Just to be clear, so you have to tell your team where to go, and then let your team tell you how you can help them get there. So while you should all be going in the same direction, you won't lead each person the same because all of their gifting and all of their aptitudes are different. So you have to figure out what the individual needs in terms of touch points, feedback, development, and then you adapt to them to ensure their possible success. And I don't want you to fall in it when, when you're leading down. I don't want you to fall in the trap that most people are in which we're really fuzzy, we're really soft about where we're going, and then we're really strict about how we manage and how we lead. And they say, you should be the opposite. You should be incredibly clear on where we're going and this is what matters most. And then be adaptive. Yep. I'm not saying be soft, but I'm saying be adaptive for each team member and what they need. Now, I'm not saying you let each team member dictate your pace of one-on-ones and all these other things and check-in points. I'm saying you need to be responsive to how they want to be led, but then to lead them in the way that is most helpful for them. It's good. Uh, I've got a, two things here that I want to just, just uh, dive a little deeper into. Cool. You started this whole thing out, which is, I, I would say that uh, from comments and things that I've read, most people that listen to the podcast have a team. Yeah. Uh, there's an employee or they have a, a direct report of some sort, whatever or that looks like. Or volunteer base or something. Something that yep. they are leading someone. Uh, and if they're not, they're leading themselves in general, and that's why they're listening to the podcast. So when we get to the actual thing, it is your role to direct the work. I think that's really important to say, um, and, and, and here's direct the work for me, like you make, uh, that really simple for me because you say, this is where we're going now. You're not, you're not. And then you enable me to ask questions to figure yeah. out how I need to do that. You don't know how, or you would have already exactly came up right. with it. It's exactly like right. I, but, and that's not a, that's not a criticism to you. Oh, no. That's a, that's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That, and so everyone has to have that mentality when we're talking about it's your role to direct the work. Well, I know I'm supposed to direct the work, but what's that mean? Yeah. That's what that means. Yep. It means that he's already set the outcome that we're looking for, if he knew how, he would have already told me. So I just need to keep pulling on him piece by piece, card by card. We yep. did this uh, episode the other play with the open hand. I'm actually trying to help him open his hands by giving me enough information to do what I'm supposed yeah. to do when a direct to work. So if you have direct employees and you have someone that you're getting information from who's leading the organization, directing the work is that. Yep. It's that specifically. And I just think it's so important. Is there something missing there? Oh, let me add to yeah, that. Yeah. Cause I think that's a great point. Say like, uh, uh, when I led at a smaller scale and like, let's say I led a team to host an event. Yeah. 
it's pretty easy for me to have all the details fit sure. filled in to go. I want registration to look like this. I want this to look like this. I want you guys to go execute it. As leadership scales and you gain responsibility, like I don't have the ability to be that specific. No, not because of time, a little because of time, also because of ignorance. Yeah. And so here, I, I would say it like this: If you're unwilling to let a, so I have to be very specific on the bullseye long term. Yeah. Even though I don't know the the steps along the way. Right. And to say like, if you're unwilling to deal with that level of clarity and that level of ambiguity, you're not fit for leading. Yeah. Like you need to lead at a smaller scale where someone tells you every last thing you're supposed to do. That's right. And I think what happens is sometimes people criticize their leader when there's a reason why they're in leadership. That's right. That's good. Uh, just to continue with this real quick, um, directing work uh, only uh, happens well when um, you have, how do I want to say this? Um, you, as a leader, I have, my job is to help you learn how to ask questions to know how to direct well. Oh, that's good. And I'm not, yeah, if I'm yeah. not doing that, then I'm not actually helping them direct the work. So it's a two-way street. There's not a, it's not just one side or the other. And here's the thing that I found, like, uh, this is always funny, uh, in the office here. Um, there's certain things that you want to have eyes on and some things you could care less about because you do, it's not it's not, in, uh, it's not that it's not of interest of you. It's that, to your point, it's not something that you would be able to, yeah. to help anyway. So uh, one thing that I do and I tell people, I was like, well, you're not going to help him help you if you don't ask the right questions. So I was like, if it's, a, if it's a look of something or if it's something that needs to be presented visually, I'm like, don't just give him one option. Give him more than one option because now you're actually asking questions through a different mechanism. Yep. And now he's going to respond with, oh, I like this one. And now you're 10 steps closer to where we want to go yep. because you did this. So it's knowing that information. That's how you direct well is knowing that information. Oh, that's great. So that's the last thing I wanted to ask you about is it's your role to ensure a possible path for success. What is some of the things that you employ with your direct reports or people in the organizations that you lead? And uh, in, in not even just in this sphere, maybe um, because because when you're having coaching sessions or you're doing um, outside of this organization, what are you doing to ensure a possible path for success for the people that you're talking to? Uh, I, I usually just live on one question. Okay. And that is a sense of what do you need from me for you to be able to do this? Yeah. And it's a question of my time, my skill, financial resources, maybe clearing other things out, but it's usually just focused on that. What do you need from me to ensure you're able to so you are this. you are high high responsibility for the individual to make the ask yeah that's good is that something that you think now oh, it, yeah if i could say what's different though yeah is this is gonna sound me like in the spot that i'm in now mm -hmm. i get to lead with great leaders yeah and so my level of oversight is way less than what it used to be because i can trust gotcha. like i've got a high level of trust that if you don't know something, you're going to come ask. Otherwise, you've got the ability to carry it out. It wasn't the same 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I had to be far more involved and monitor progress and have those mechanisms in place. Yeah. And I think, you know, and we've we uh, just recently a local friend reached out about vision and such. And in that ensure a possible path to success is is something that you have to spend 
lots of time. Yes. Right? Like ensuring a path to success is a constant conversation. It never dies. Yep. And I think that's so important because no, good. consistency and endurance is something that's at a high stake when you're talking about these things. How do you want to end this? Leading down. Yeah. So I want to reiterate the main idea on leading down. Tell your team where to go. Okay, that's not anti-collaboration, but tell your team where to go and let your team tell you how you can help them get there. So here's two application questions you can ask. First off, ask your team, do you know what we're trying to accomplish? <laughs> and then uh, if they don't answer how you want them to answer, don't be mad. Okay, that's, that's your <laughs> that's fault. Good. Do you know what we're trying to accomplish? I don't really, I don't really, well, guess. <laughs> I don't really know. You idiots. Okay, don't go down that right. Okay. And then ask your team, what do you need from me to help you succeed? And that may be time. It may be like development. It may be connecting them to someone. It may be clearing their path of some other priorities. But I believe if you ask those two questions, that's what it looks like to lead well down to lead with authority. Woo, I love the questions. Hey, uh, let us know how those worked for you this week. I'd love to yeah. hear back. And, and, and I know some of you have been asking for, hey, can you guys help us with this questions to ask? So here they are every week, maybe, maybe some weeks, maybe some weeks, a most few, weeks, few, most weeks. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> most weeks. We'll get it. Thank you for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast, haven't yet subscribed to mean the world to us. If you did that now, also post about it, rate and review or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in our life and business. If you have a story, visit Leading Hope online uh, and send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone Woo. has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. Ah.